This episode of the Keep It To Yourself podcast is in memory of my uncle, Alcid Bullet Sr., who passed away in the early hours of September 16th, 2022. I love you, Uncle Sid. Rest in peace. See you at the crossroads, Unc. From Television City in Hollywood. Hey, man! Welcome to episode number 166 of the Keep It To Yourself podcast, the most above average podcast ever to hit your ear holes. My name, of course, and as always, is Jason Bullet. The regulator, innovator, dominator, creator, updater, pussy, imitator, assassinator, baby. I demand the hour, demand the power, too sweet to be sour. That's right, it's me, Smokey Bear. I'm your premium. Gosh, what a neat guy. The cream of the crop. Nobody does it better. And I'm coming to you yet again from the rolling... And for now, anyway, foliage-infested hills of Saratoga County, New York. I'm coming to you in mid-October of 2022, and at the outset, I would like to apologize for the long delay in episodes. I've had a lot happen to me, and I'm going to spend this entire episode kind of a catch-up type of deal here. As I'm watching Jungle Boy Jack Perry absolutely maul the crap out of Luchasaurus, or have these two just do it to each other right here. Two former friends going at it in the ring here. AEW from Toronto, Canada for the first time ever, eh? But enough of that right now. It is the 12th of October, 2022, as I record this. And I've had a lot of water fall over the bridge, under the dam, or over the water, over the, you know, over the hills and far away. Where you get on with it. Okay, all right, all right, come on. I missed you too, and I missed helping you, you know. All right, well, you're back on the spot there. Now get out of here, please. Okay, as I was saying before, I was so rudely interrupted. A lot of water under the bridge, over the dam, and all that stuff. Primarily, I finished a successful job search. Now, I work at this company in Menands, or I have been for uh, going on three years. And I made the announcement recently that I was going to go somewhere else and apply my trade for payment for goods and services. Translation, I'm getting me a new job. That's all I'm trying to say there. It's this company in Latham called Bidnet. And speaking of Canada, keeping with the theme of the Great White North, their parent company is based outside of Montreal. Oui, oui, monsieur. Ho, ho. <laughs> so I'll be dealing with Quebecers, but... The office is based in the suburbs of Albany, New York. Actually, a suburb called Latham, town of Colony. And there you have it right there. I'll be doing essentially the same thing now that I've been doing for so long in my life. I know, data entry, not the most glamorous position in the world. What do you mean isn't glamorous? Just isn't. That's what I meant to say. Boy, you're screwing up here now. You should shut that TV off. All right, you know what? Actually, I will. Thank goodness I have this on DVR. Okay. All right. That's me throwing the remote control ever so gently on the end table here in the living room at Bullet House. So, all right. We will continue with this recording undisturbed. Are you better? All right. Now get out of here. Told you once. I told you a thousand times. So I'm going to be getting a job with a new company. Essentially what I'm doing, but I'll be doing other stuff as well. So I've been looking to keep busy. The last... I say month, month and a half, however long it's been, is you know, really taught me a lesson. I need some more structure when it comes to the workplace. So I figured it was time to move on. So 
The next time you pot, you hear me pot, or the next time I pot again, so the next time you hear my voice coming through your ear holes, I'll be selling into my new job. Cross your fingers, hope for the best on that whole deal. Well, that's some good news right there. I've also had some bad news happen to me, and I'm going to hold off. I don't want to end on a sad note, but I'm going to do that in the end of the episode called One Last Thing or One More Thing, or a little end portion of the podcast. So there you have it right there. A lot of adventures as we make our way towards the autumn of 2022. Went apple picking recently. Now, I don't really do apple picking because it's, I know it's like, you know, get fresh air, sunshine, and all that. It's a big early fall tradition, and those cider donuts, oh, man, those are so good. Makes it all worthwhile. So this friend of mine, Lindsay, it was a nice, beautiful, you know, late, you know, not very late summer. You say early autumn, Indian summer day. We went out to this orchard in Schuylerville, right outside of town, and went through the orchard. Yeah, I thought the apple crop with the weather we've had this summer was going to affect it, but it didn't affect it too much. Our apple trees in the side yard, well, you can't say the same for them, unfortunately. So got a $10 bag, filled up with as much apples as we could pick off the trees. And then, you know, what's a trip to an apple orchard without going into the market? Get some stuff there. Got some caramel sauce. I think I got, I got some apple crisp mix, which... I made apple crisp sometime later, and holy mackerel, did that turn out real good. I'll tell you. <laughs> really like doing that. Now, I got to admit something to you. I like making desserts. I've really become a dab hand in the oven in the kitchen now. I got this mix, and it came out very well. On the other hand, I make something like this for scratch, or from scratch, rather, prepositional trouble, it uh, really doesn't turn out the way it did. Actually, I found out why the other night. I should have cut the recipe because I found this recipe online. Should have cut the amounts of stuff that I had on there. And next thing you know, I turned out something for what was supposed to be 10 to 11 apples. I only had half as many. I feel like complete nitwit for that one. The first one tasted good. The second one, yeah, not so much. Third, eat a little better, even throw the brown sugar in there. I got some more apples today grocery shopping after work. So, you know, thoughts and prayers to your boy when he says to be the fool to try it again. Where he's got that caramel sauce, you can just cut up the apples and dredge them through there. All right, well, then the next day, the weather was slightly worse. It rained pretty much the whole time. So no Adirondack Balloon Festival for us. Then again, all the stuff had happened by by 10 o'clock, and there was going to be this big celebration going on in downtown Glens Falls. So we said, this friend of mine named Lindsay, we're going to go shopping at the outlets in Lake George, because, you know, Aspies be shopping. So I went out to the outlets. We stayed mainly on the left side of Canada Street. You know, got some stuff from Old Navy, got yet another Montreal Expos cap at the Lids Outlet. Looked in some of the other shops. And nice little rainy day shopping, even though the weather was nowhere near nice enough for it. Even got a new pair of dress pants for my Uncle Sid's funeral. More on that to come later. Shouldn't have gone to the Destination XL outlet. $65. I, when I told my dad about it, he was like, what are you doing? Like Brian Arakpo popped out. Come on, man. What were you doing? 
So there you go right there. I shouldn't have spent that much money on pants. All this coming on the heels of yet another unplanned break at my workplace, or where I'm working now as of recording, as we mentioned at the top of the show. So there you have it right there. I also got some more stuff done. We also went to this thing called the International Flavor Feast two weeks later. And you know, like a world tour of Saratoga, culinary-wise, of course. And there's all these restaurants. They're set up at various spots all over town, some of which outside their own full-service, for-profit establishments. Others in, you know, some of these guys congregate in the parking lot of this motel right in the middle of the Saratoga Springs City Center. That would be the downtown area. And we just tromped around town, got to sample many of the foods we could. One dollar samples, which is, you know, I don't know if it's a good way to go at once, but hey, <laughs> the cheapest lunch you'll ever have going around the joint. My favorite of the bunch had to be the parting glass, where we got a little piece of their shepherd's pie. Nowhere as good as I can make it here at the house. But the bread pudding, just like with that place in Massachusetts last month, that was the winner. It said bread pudding with Jameson whiskey sauce. All the alcohol was gone. Don't worry. Especially on Zoloft. Your boy can't be boozing it up no more. So it was good there. Now we always had a near incident. A near medical emergency just down the road there. There is this Indian restaurant on the corner of Henry and Caroline Streets called Caravalli. Give them the shout out. And one of the samples, you could have like a small sampling of chicken tikka masala. Now, I just paid the $1, got in my cup, a little sample, and I must have, that was a bad time to have the yips. I almost dropped the darn thing, but some of it almost scalded my hand. I thought, what the hell? So I got here, I'll give you the wash rag. And it's like, all right, just clean up. Like, here you go. Thankfully, nothing serious came from that, and the rest of the afternoon passed without incident. Oh, speaking of which, we also passed a garage sale. I mean, I went to pick up Lindsay at her parents' house, drove right past it. I was like, well, this ought to be interesting. I think we'll go there after we're done with the food festival. So we did just that, tromped around this massive front yard. There's like a ranch or something. And looked at the various vendors hawking their wares and wearing their hawks. I don't know which. Strike out that which does not apply. And I came out with a copy of Goodfellas. Yes, Goodfellas, one of the greatest movies of all time, in my opinion. This dude was selling it for two bucks, but you could also do three DVDs for just five bucks. Now, that would have been six under the $2 price. That wouldn't have been saving much, like 17% discount. So there you have it right there. And I learned my lesson with the pants, so I went and got some more clothes at BJ's Wholesale Club. Not a sponsor. And that was it. That was Saturday of this past holiday weekend. Now, I should also like to point out, in between, I made two trips to North Adams, the first of which you're going to hear at the end, as I've teased it now three times already. But the second time was for a more joyous occasion. Now, whenever I go visit my dad at his fiancé's house, or companion, if you will, I usually come right about midday, mid-morning, somewhere around there, 11 o'clock in the morning. This time around, I didn't get there till about 4.30. So we have supper at the house, we hang around the fire pit, you know, Nancy's sister and her husband come over, we hang out for a little while, and then we're just, you know, 
Saturday night at the house to ourselves once company leaves. But the highlight and the reason for my overnighter was the 2022 Fall Foliage Parade going through the streets of North Adams. We sat diagonally across from where we had our viewing position last year. And it was different weather this time. I know there was some, it wasn't raining, but it was just, you know, downright chilly for the Berkshires. And there was some wind too. But that didn't affect my enjoyment of the parade one bit. In fact, toward the end of the parade, the sun came out. And I had myself a wonderful time. And, after, well, my dad, his fiance, and I, all three of us were having lunch at this place. I believe one or the other of them commented, it's as though a parade had never happened. Everybody was just, you know, walking back. Some of the participants went by as we were in the restaurant there. So that was a great weekend. It was really great to get out of the house. And after a rather bleak September, the month of October and the rest of 2022, cross your fingers, will have everything come up roses for yours truly. So the old saying goes, out of dark, it's always darkest before the dawn, or out of darkness comes a great light. Well, both of those would apply in this situation. All right, I'm done talking for now. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Okay, folks, that sound means only one thing, and you've made it to Jason's Sports Corner. Now, I realize this isn't everybody's cup of tea, so go ahead and scrub forward to another part of the episode, if that's not your thing. All right, folks, a lot of things happen now in my personal life, but in the world of sports that I want to talk about. First up, I want to talk about baseball here. We're right in the middle of the Major League Baseball playoffs. The new postseason format is underway. We've just made it to the wild card round. Mets fans, I feel for you. Man, oh man, the San Diego Padres had your number at that point. Meanwhile, the New York Yankees, as of recording last night, they won their division series opener. I think it was 4-1 to one against Cleveland. It used to be the Cleveland Indians, now they're the Cleveland Guardians. Think of that what you will. Garrett Cole was on fire. And of course, Aaron Judge was the big story. The regular season ended... With his 62nd home run, that breaks the Yankee single-season total. Roger Maris in 1961 with 61 home runs. And it was quite a slog. We thought, oh, he's not going to break the record. Well, he eventually did. This is the most for the American League, as some would say, and so would I. So Aaron Judge had himself a hell of a regular season. Hopefully this will translate to success in the postseason and maybe the team's first World Series championship in 13 years. But as a Yankees fan, no matter how this postseason plays out, whether they win the series or get eliminated somewhere down the line, the concern for Yankees fans, myself included, would be Aaron Judd. This is his this was a walk year. This was the end of his contract. And you know Brian Cashman, the Yankees GM in the front office, they're really going to have to back up the Brinks truck and then some. Did I say Brinks trunk? Brinks truck, yeah. Made me feel great. Okay, got it. Well, they're really going to have to shell out some serious-ass cash to keep Aaron Judge in their employ. And I, I hope that he stays a Yankee, man. He was, he had himself a hell of a season, and that could well be understatement of 2022. And there you go right there. Game 2 tomorrow night of the Division Series. Hopefully, happy jail 
still be in full effect. Well, it's all coming up. Millhouse in baseball, football, the New York Giants. Whoo, boy. They are off to one heck of a start. They matched their win total. They won all of four games last season. They hit the four-win mark in week five. They had to go to jolly old England to get that win. I watched part of that game yesterday. Actually, I watched the last part of the game. Saquon Barkley. Where has he been this whole time in the Meadowlands? My goodness. He had himself a heck of a game. Even scored the game-winning touchdown against the Packers in the game's dying minutes. And I watched that game Sunday morning. Well, Sunday, yeah, Sunday morning, you're right. They were over in London. 9.30 Eastern time was the kickoff. And it was one heck of a game. What a start. Brian Dable is really changing the culture down there with the Giants. Hopefully years of futility will be behind us. So, man, Giants fun team to watch now. I'm really enjoying watching the games now. I haven't been this proud to be a Giants fan since, oh, I don't know, last time they won the Super Bowl, maybe? <laughs> So there you go right there, folks. Um, that's going to do it for Jason Sports Corner, as I can hear some of you saying right now. But wait, there's more, as they used to say in the infomercials. I don't know if they still do, but anyway, i got to recap the first Stone Cold Lead Pipe Lock of the Century of the Week pick I made this year. And i got to admit, I didn't have much faith in this Giants team early on this season. I didn't know they were going to have the great start that they have now. Well, I wound up going 0-1. I said the Giants would win, but Carolina would cover the spread. <clears throat> that didn't happen. So we're 0-1 on the season. Now, I'm going to take a game from this week's NFL action, and I thought Week Five's going to be just, you know, the pits. Well, there's two games that I'm looking at, and one of which I have more interest than the other. I know the Sunday night game is going to be the Eagles and the Cowboys, NFC East tussle. And with both teams looking as good as they are, we're tied with the Cowboys for second place. I say we like I have anything to do with it, which I don't. So Giants and Cowboys, one game behind Philly in the NFC East. Eagles off to an undefeated start. But that's not the game I'm focusing on. It's going to be one of the late afternoon tilts. And we're going to reveal the pick. Right here and now. Maestro, if you please. Alright, folks, we have a rematch of one of the greatest playoff games, if not the greatest playoff game in NFL history. The Buffalo Bills traveling to Arrowhead Stadium, Kansas City, Missouri, to take on the Chiefs. And let me tell you something, that was one of the greatest football games I saw back in January. When these two teams battled it out, like they had a lot of scoring in 13 seconds. I mean, I'll tell you, that was amazing. Well, we've got the rematch now. The Chiefs have been struggling a little bit here. I know they had the controversial win against the Las Vegas Raiders on Monday Night Football. Devontae Adams was just shoving cameraman left, right, and center. He's getting assault charge for that whole deal, but never mind. Pat Mahomes been struggling. You know, Casey's off to not as good a start as the Buffalo Bills, though. Josh Allen had a big win against the Steelers, but then again, didn't really count for much because the Steelers just, I mean, get a new quarterback or something. He wins. What are you doing? Anyway, look at the line. The Bills are favored by two and a half points. They're going to go above that. So to recap, I'm taking Buffalo minus two in the hook. Certainly going to be circling the wagons, to quote the great Chris Berman. 
And that's my Stone Cold Lead Pipe Lock of the Century of the Week. You're welcome, America. As we get ready to wrap up this rather brief episode, let's catch up on what other podcasts have been up to recently. First up, Greens from Allentown, or GFA Live as it's called now. Peter Winston and Keith Langston did a live watch of WWF SummerSlam 1992. Going back to London for a bit, it was held at the old Wembley Stadium. Massive crowd for that whole deal. You can follow the podcast and one of the hosts therein at GF Allentown. The sportscaster Steve Bennett had Pablo Torre, he of ESPN, and Stephen Hyden to talk about a new book about Pearl Jam. You ever heard of them? You can follow Steve on Twitter at the sports underscore casters and at sportscasters on Instagram. Break it down show. Pete A. Turner had Taylor Greiger, Heller High Seas, and Patrick Ritz- Richardson, or somebody else by that name, with the state of reporting and journalism in this country. You can follow the show at Break It Down Show and the host of same Pete A. Turner at Pete A. Turner. The Loyal Littles podcast. Chuck and Roxy had Brandon Borzelli as a guest recently, but I also got to give a little shout out to the episode that came out previously jake hafner or hafner really in relation to travis i don't know and with a guest appearance at the top by jamie julian and her husband the incomparable robert berg you can follow chuck and roxy at loyal littles pod on twitter and on instagram at the loyal littles podcast midwest bias kirsten kj onstead talk baseball beer and crock pot cooking you can follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Midwest Bias. I think that's the one. Don't get me wrong. You know, you can look it up yourself. You've got that ability. And finally, one in 44. The Anderson Center, two of their own, Tracy Schober and Ashley Velez, talk the Echo Autism Best Practices. So you can follow the Anderson Center on Twitter at Anderson Autism and on Instagram at Anderson Center for Autism. As for this little dog and pony show, we're available on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, or Podcaster of Choice. We're now available on Amazon Music. I did a little check there. Well, I don't want to be tied up with Bezos. That union buster. All the better for it. If your Podcaster of Choice does not have our, our little podcast on there, I pasted a link to the feed. In the show notes, so you can put that in your podcatcher and then, you know, have us come with you whenever you go. He said trying to ad-lib and not successfully, might I add. If said podcatcher has rating and review capabilities, be a dear and give us a five-star rating, a good write-up. That would really help me out. Thank you in advance for all of that. Well, as I stated previous, I really hate to end this show on a sad note, but I'm going to have to discuss something like that here in the One More Thing segment. And this is where I talk about something that I alluded to off the top or mentioned somewhere in the body of the show. But this time, it's something completely different. I teased it, and now it's time to pay it off. As you heard at the very beginning of this episode, I dedicated it to one of my uncles who passed away recently. And he was a great man, great, and he was uh, one of the kindest people 
I had ever had in my life. His name was Alcid Bullet Sr. He passed away just last month at the age of 74. And in between all the events that I described at the beginning of this episode, I did an overnighter to attend his funeral. So I was technically on bereavement leave, even though I was in a bit of a layoff at that point. So just wanted to clear that up. So, and thus, and hence, and so forth, I wound up doing an overnighter Monday night into Tuesday. And I left from work from North Adams, Massachusetts, which if you've done it before, don't ever do it again. But uh, in a serious vein, I leave at about 3 o'clock, 3.30. I want to make sure all the school buses were off the roads here in the rolling hills of Saratoga County and not get held up by any of that stuff. Did not make any stops, drove straight to the funeral home in North Adams. Uh, my uncle, when he passed away, he wished to be cremated and have his ashes scatter at my uncle Al's house. When my dad mentioned it, I thought, wait, is he pulling a rib or something? Are, is he, are you being serious right now? And my dad's like, that's not a joke. He meant it. He made my uncle, of course. I know, pronouns, pal, yeah. <laughs> and I'm bringing him back. He's gone. Anyway... So, I thought we were going to have a little wake at the funeral home, and then we were going to go to the nearby Catholic church for the services. But turns out, everything was done at the funeral home, including the little funeral mass. You know, the, there was a retired priest for the Diocese of Springfield, Massachusetts, who officiated the service, and the youngest of the children, one of my cousins, gave this beautiful eulogy or my uncle Sid. So after the service, we all silently made our way out of the funeral parlor and we repaired to the front of the funeral home where military honors were bestowed upon my uncle, including a 21-gun salute. Well, actually, three-shot volley over where the urn containing my uncle's ashes were. I had to cover my ears for that because those guns were loud, let me tell you. And it was quite the ceremony. Now, why do I mention all this? Well, for those of you who don't know, and for some of you who do, this podcast, to which you're listening right now, got its start, as I've mentioned many times before, and I'll mention many more till I'm blue in the face until I'm gone from this mortal coil, that this podcast started out sometime after my mom passed away in March of 2017. A month later, I'm at the kitchen table here at Bullet House, and I'm rattling them off. And started recording a podcast, and it helped me get through the grief. And my uncle Sid was one of the best guys out there going back to that. And I certainly miss him, and I hope that he and uh, my mother, Lois Bullet, God rest her amazing soul, are having themselves a heck of a time up there in the hereafter. I'm for those of you who don't know, also for those of you who don't know, I hit the big four. Oh, I'm 40 years old as we make the run up to Christmas this year. I've started thinking about my mortality a little bit. What's it gonna be like? You know, how's gonna how's Jason gonna face what'll be the last years of his life? I haven't made plans for that, but I want to get as much life as I can in the time I have left on this earth. So that way, when it's time for me to go, 
the people at the funeral part are going to have a hell of a time removing the smile from my face. And that will do it for this episode of the old Keep It To Yourself podcast. I want to say thanks to you for listening. I truly appreciate it. Never take the audience for granted. I'll be selling into a same job at a new company when next I talk to you again. So thanks again for listening. I'll talk to you soon. And as always, and above all else, wait for it. Wait for it. Hey, where's the music? I don't need it this week. Get out of here. Didn't need you this whole time either. Be well, folks. Take care of yourselves. And above all else, keep smiling. Otis, Uncle Sid, and Castleton all live. Hey, Clavin! Wake up! The show's over. Oh, yeah! Kick it! Send in the car. Send in the car. This has been a Kitty Pod production, produced in Saratoga County, New York, shared with the world.